Hello. Hello, Andrew. So, um, we should do a podcast. We should. That's a great idea. Hang on. We were doing a podcast. It seems like a lot. Consistent for those that give a toss. Next year, well, we'll see how we go. We've both had a lot on. But in turn, we've both been busy in our own... Endeavours, yes. Endeavours I believe to the, uh, there's a big tick to be made for the little orange tripod car. A big tick? Well, I don't think it was on... On the road last time we were Oh, speaking. no, no. Well, that's obviously what I've been busy doing. I actually meant that we'd both been busy with our own hi-fi things other than um, mm, that's um, true. our own personal yep. ventures. Um, come back to the car if it's of any interest to anyone. But, the, I mean, I've been to the hi-fi show and you've been to the, uh, what do you Integrate call it? Show. Integrate show. That was a while ago now, I feel well, like. <laughs> yeah, still, still post-previous podcast. True. Um what was what happened? Well, you went to integrate before I went to the hi-fi. Hi-fi shows actually a while ago as well. For those who are listening, going, "Well, my this God, is the that Australian was Australian hi-fi show." It was a month ago. Yeah, integrate's got to be two months, three months. It's <laughs> <laughs> also all, all everything that's there is now had a, you know, the new model's been released, superseded. Yeah, uh, LED screens, big LED outdoor indoor screens with a flare. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, were they any good? What they look like? Oh, they are getting a better and better. Mm. Where you used to, I mean, you still see those outdoor advertising ones, the LED ones, and you can actually see the LEDs that make up every little pixel. Mm. And, you know, they look great at the footy or the whatever sporting mm. event you're at. Las Vegas Strip. Yep. But now we're getting into, like, video walls where you can't see those pixels anymore. Did you say pickles? Pixels. No. Oh. Um... Yeah. So, so what's the what are the, what is the stated resolution? Um, I don't think I even got into the depth. I was just standing back going, Wow. <laughs> okay. So how big were they? And they were very bright, obviously. Well there were super bright ones for outdoors, mm. which mm-hmm. were I mean super, super bright as in mm. you, you felt like putting your sunglasses mm. on though. Mm. You just couldn't stand there in front of them or mm. as close as we were to them. Mm. You couldn't stand for there too long. Um but are they hot, by the way, when you've got them no, inside? they didn't seem to be. Oh, well, they're lead, so they shouldn't be, but no. you just think they're so powerful. Well, that maybe yeah. They, uh... Just glary. They're probably mm. some sort of emissions coming off the front of them. They weren't handing out welding goggles. <laughs> no. But they should have been. So they had that one, which was super bright, and it wasn't too bad, as in you couldn't see the pixels mm. that much until you stood up really close to it. Uh, I think it was like... 18 grand for a 4 by 3 or something? 4 by 3 or 4 metres by 3 metres. Oh, really? What? So that brings us back. I might get one. Well, you could get one for your house and you have the biggest TV in the house. In the the house? In Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and you don't know the resolution, but you reckon they looked all right and they were super bright. That was the super bright ones. The the better ones, which I I don't know the price, but I'm sure they were were more expensive. Mm. Um, they're just like an oversized LED screen. Okay. So, so 
I noticed one on the side of the road going into Brisbane, on the arterial road. Have you seen that? Las Vegas-style, you know, advertising board. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's towards the airport, yeah. Yeah, on the left. Well, perhaps perhaps unsurprisingly on the left, but, yeah, when you drive off the arterial road yeah. heading south, yeah. it... Uh, it uh, has uh, yeah, it's there. Mm. Yeah, that's an outdoor. And has ads on it. Yeah, mm. better better than that. Yeah, yeah, better than that. Well, yeah, I mean that was six months ago they put that up, so the models changed twice. <laughs> um, anything else that? Uh... So that was the, I suppose the highlight. I suppose of the show. The highlight. Yeah. Where was the show? Uh, Darling Harbour, Sydney. Yeah, well, the highlight Sydney's... would have been trip down to the cross, wouldn't it? No, <laughs> I didn't get lost. I was fine. You were, you were. <laughs> no. right. uh, yeah, well, the hi-fi show was in Sydney as well, and it was. Um, of course, everyone's expecting me to say it was terrible, um, and I shouldn't disappoint. Uh, I didn't hear anything after the show. Like that's because there's not been anything to hear after oh, the okay. show. Look, the show is great for customers, and I think they should go. Anyone who's into hi-fi and doesn't go to these shows, and there's going to be another one next year in Melbourne again. So the first one that I exhibited at was Melbourne last year, and it was very busy, and it was a good show, the bits I saw of it. You know, I mean, it was busy in my room, and um, the show seemed busy, and everyone was very happy. I mean, no real business came from it that you can sort of actually point to, but... Who knows? So I didn't exhibit Could this year. I thought I'd, well, yeah, I, th- I thought I'd have a look this year and see what the Sydney market was like versus Melbourne. And I have to say, probably a little disappointing in some ways. I, you know, it was basically, it seemed like the same hundred people circulating throughout the show. I was that I say, so it was, into. it's a general public show. Oh, yes, yes. It's not but, a trade show. But it would have been in the know sort of thing if you're not into that hi-fi world. Well, that's the sad thing. I don't think the show um, promoters actually marketed it terribly well. It's marketed primarily through um, Australian Hi-Fi Sound Image magazine because it's those guys that help run it. And I'm not sure that it's marketed much beyond that. So if you're not a fan of Australian Hi-Fi, which is probably half of our listeners, then you may not know it's on. And I'm sure there's people listening right now going, what hi-fi show was that? What show was that? Um, which is a bit sad because the show was pretty good. There was some – I mean, it's obviously on a minuscule scale as far as amazing products compared with the international shows that are, in fact, trade shows. So, you know, that's the weird thing is that if you are a consumer, which ultimately is where all these goods are supposed to end up, you know, the weird thing is there isn't a lot of shows to go to, so the ones that are on you should really support, and I highly commend that you go to them because it is pretty good. It's it's The, the spaces are good to listen to in, like it's yep. all in hotel rooms, and there's there was two floors of, you know, full of stuff. And, you know, I mean, it took a really good solid day to get around it, and you could have easily have spent two days getting around it if you'd, if you'd um, been, you know so disposed to spend your time that way. Yeah. And there was some pretty fancy stuff there. And um, Melbourne next year, October probably. I know it's on because they've booked the hotel, they told me. So, you know, go to it. 
Um, so you when, when they book these hotels, they're, they're trying to do real-world scenarios. Yeah, with, that's the whole point. You've got yeah. like, well, in the case of the one that I did the year before, we had name and spender in a hotel room and we had well, one main system, but we kept changing it all the time and whatever people wanted to listen to, we plugged in for them, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the sound we were getting in that room was very good. Like they're decent-sized rooms with decent acoustics. And hotel rooms in, you know, high-quality hotel rooms, as people would know, are pretty well constructed to avoid being able to hear next door <laughs> activities well we could call them activities uh so yeah it's a good way to go and it's what the big trade shows do you know like in vegas the um the uh oh, what is that bloody venetian the venetian is where the the high-end show is and it's it's as good as that the amount of gear is a trade good. version of. Well, the Australian show is is as well run as that. It's just oh, that, okay. obviously, Vegas being the biggest high end show in the world, it there's a zillion times more stuff. The point where you become fed up with hi fi, absolutely just sick of looking at what is. Amps and speakers. Yeah, and tons of it. Tons, all good, you know, really. You know, in the sense that, you know, there's nothing that's terrible, is there? Except some of the stuff from China is pretty embarrassing. Mm. And by that I mean where some rich Chinese family has decided that they want to be in the high-end hi-fi business and they've bought all the magazines and they've scanned all the products and they've built 3D models of them and they just don't get it they it looks right so it must be right and they turn it on and it is truly awful and it doesn't look any good either so uh, of course stuff that's made in china by other designers is of course very good in most cases it's the stuff when the chinese go from to do it themselves they don't get the western market as far as the um sense of design and quality. But, yeah, um, best sound at the show was the uh, Wisdom Giant panels, and people who were there would either agree or disagree with me, but it was quite a striking display. I don't know what the speakers were worth, probably approximately 150 grand, and there was probably another okay. um, 100 grand worth of When you say end. panels, are they traditional speaker drivers or are they no, they're, electrostatics? Yeah, they were, I think they were... a magnaplaner style okay. transducer which is a mylar film with a voice coil wound flat wound through it with flat magnets behind it so in other words it's a normal it's a dynamic speaker but it's turned into a flat membrane in other words it's still permanent magnets and electromagnets by yep. way of a voice coil yep. moving the the diaphragm, in this case, the diaphragm is a large flat panel. I think that's what it is. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because someone told me that. They said, oh, yeah, they're like, they're like magnaplaners. Well, I know what magnaplaners are like because I'm about to fix them. So I assume that, you know. But, hey, they could be giant ribbons. I don't know. Okay. And the point is they sounded very life-size, very, very smooth, very room-filling, very bloody real, very, very good. Yeah, not perfect. Bass was a bit bloated and loose, too fat. Not that's the thing that 
so much expensive hi-fi just does not get right. It's the sense of scale and dynamics and the pace of live music, the sort of stop-start nature of it, and these didn't do that. But they were, but they were good. Okay. They want to be. Oh, yeah. Yep. Not cheap. Not cheap. What was the best cheap sound, did you say? Um, can't remember. We'll come back to it. So, um... That was the two main shows that we've covered this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. What's next? Oh, Vegas. They won't let us in, would they? I don't think we're going. Should have bought our airfares by now. I haven't ever looked to see if they're affordable. Um, I think I've got a bit on. I don't think I'm going. It doesn't get any better than Australia anyhow. No. Oh, no. Best country in the world. Uh, no, but I really should go the following year because it'll then be four years since I've gone, I think. So I will have, there'll be a whole new generation of toys. Um, so uh, what have we got on today? Since I noticed that the counter says we've been crapping on for more than 10 minutes, we should uh, okay, well, I thought we'd... introduce the various segments yeah. that we're having today. UD TVs are out. Who? UDs. All right, we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. what else have you got? Um, we'll go off topic for a little bit. No, no. Yeah. I did the upgrade on the iPhone to the the latest uh-uh. current version. And there's some really nice stuff. They've there is. fixed and changed. And, mm. and I've... Uh, what have I... Oh, I don't know. Um I've got a couple of things to crap on about and mainly related to servicing. I'll, we'll be back. Okay. Bye-bye. Ooh, I smell. Can't you smell that smell? Ooh, I smell. The smell of this around you. We're back. Let's go. So you've got uh, UD panel, what? Yeah, so now we have, we had HD, now we've got UD. Oh, yeah, in that sense, yeah, okay. Yeah. So what's that, ultra definition or something? Yeah, ultra definition or ultra high definition, they skipped. Wouldn't that be UHD? Yeah, it should be, wouldn't it? It could be confused with milk, though. With milk products. <laughs> well, that's actually, I was going to say that's UHF, but it's not. That. What is the milk? U UH. T, UHT. Oh, okay. Yeah, ultra high. Temperature. Tit. I don't know. What, what is... Maybe that's what it is. does stand for. It's pasteurised. It's on... Yeah. Actually, it actually vaporises and then recondenses as, okay, milk, we, we, as, we, as, as milk substitute because, I mean, who would drink that crap? So that's the worst thing about camping, isn't it, is, is having to have UHT milk in your instant coffee. I mean, the, the first, the, actually, the worst bit's the instant coffee, but the... The milk that's not really milk. Oh, God. I see people with that in their fridge. When I say I see them, these are not people that are friends. These are people that I have <laughs> had to do work for. And they go, would you like a cup of coffee, dear? And they bring out the good stuff. At which point you have to say, <clears throat> okay, uh, what's your definition of a cup of coffee before I answer you? Does it involve real coffee, real milk in a real cup? Or is it something else? 
See, I got these sachets when I was at the motel the other weekend. Which one would you it's like? It's a very famous brand. It's an international brand, <laughs> apparently. It says on the packet. Would that be international roast, madam? Oh, yes. The finest quality. It says so on the packet. I don't, I don't much like my old woman voice. I don't think actually any old woman actually sounds that way. Oh. No, no. But they do make a noise that, that uh, something like this. <laughs> do they make that noise? <laughs> usually, when, the- usually when they're driving, really close to the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> So, how big are these UD TVs? Well, it's finished. Mr. LG's got one out at 84 inches. Mr. LG has a big one. Mm. Mm. Um, and that is 4K? Yeah, that's basically what 4K is, UD. So, so we're going to have more acronyms, but that's the two main ones at the moment. UD or, or 4K TV. What's the actual resolution of 4K, not 2000 by 4000? Well, 4, I was trying to clarify that, and that's where it gets a little bit uh, messy again, which is not unlike our industry. Mm. Um, so one definition of ultra definition, that's a good mm. Mm. It's 3840 by 2160p. Is it really? Where P is pixels. No, P is progressively scanned, isn't it? Yeah, which is progressively scanned. Yeah, yeah so twenty one eighty p. Well, it is pixels. You're right. Which in turn they're progressively scanned. Yeah. Yeah, but I did find in another article that they rate it at four thousand and ninety six by two thousand three hundred and four pixels, not progressive. So I've oh, I've got a headache. I've got a terrible <laughs> headache. Um, but I didn't. No, no, no. Just, just stop right there. I've just had a terrible thought. <laughs> How bad is 1080i going to look on one of these displays? Well, that's, that was my point. That's what I was going to get to. We haven't got anything to watch. What are you, what are you playing on it? We don't even have a Blu-ray style format. Yep. We have ultra Blu-ray eventually. But 1080i on that display is going to look worse. Do you remember when, do you remember when, um, Full HD panels came out, and yes. broadcast television looked worse on those yes. than a HD panel. Yeah, like a thirteen sixty-eight by seven fifty sixty-eight yeah. or whatever, whatever those in-between panel sizes were. It, it looked better almost on the lower res panel. I think we've, we're going to do it again. We're going to end up with. No content that's going to look any good on it unless you buy the demonstration disc that came with the TV. <laughs> oh, no, they'll give that to you. <laughs> so get... I did a bit of hunt on the net to yeah, see, okay. see what we could find. What's that, going to drive these panels. And surprise, surprise, the internet's going to be the provider of most of our UD content. You, oh, okay. YouTube has already got UD content. Which has I'll, it? I was surprised, yes. But wait for it. Mm-hmm. There was a... 20 minute movie or something mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Maybe it was a full length movie, but it was like 360 gig. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it was just scenery. That's yeah. just utter. And well, it probably looks stunning. It looks stunning. How come they always ridiculous. do a scenery first off? Never an action movie because it'll be like 500. Got to have slow pans. Yeah, <laughs> slow pans. Yeah, <laughs> slow pans with nil action. 
Um, Actually, funny you should say that because a lot of it was um, time lapse that was available in UD. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely stunning watching the water droplets fall off. I mean, it is impressive, but it's it's impressive for the sake of being impressive. It's not something to do with actually enjoying a film or a TV show or a sporting thing or or a concert mm. or whatever. It's, so is this? And enough, it's just not even required. This is another nail in the coffin for TV channels. They just won't be able to pump no. the content out. Or well, TV's finished. They can't transmit all mm. that extra data. No, 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 oh, no. TV free to air's finished. So, in fact, let's pin a date on that so that we can be seen as seers of the future. Okay, so what are we at now? Two. So it's two thousand and um, end of two thousand twelve. Yeah, is it? Wow. What was that? That was your life, mate. Um, so, oh, let's go round twenty twenty. Yeah, well, you're okay. Twenty twenty free to air wise will be. Gee, I don't think it'll make it that far. You don't think? I don't think they'll make it no further. The, the I can't. Um, well, first thing is there's nothing on it now. Have you actually channel surfed recently? <laughs> yes. There's there's nothing on. There are nights when there is. I mean, what is there? Twenty free to air channels. Yeah, something like that. Wow, the it's thin pickings, hey. It's it's like I don't want to watch any of this, and I just go wander over to the dining room table where I keep my computer. Yep. Because uh, I have no life, and uh, I'll read an internet forum because it's more interesting than what's. It's terrible, and you might end up on YouTube, and that's pretty terrible too. But yeah, it, you know, there's a I, but I just, just entertainment, and that's yeah, what yeah, but, wants, exactly. But, but but just on that, just there's an interesting thing going on here. Do you ever watch? Because I never do. Do you ever watch? Shows you'd watch on TV on the internet. Full, like, sit down for 40 minutes and watch an episode no. of no of whatever. I never do because it's a different thing. So that the key to unlocking the power of the internet is that getting past the psychology of the internet's for cheap, fun, quick thrills, like YouTube videos yeah. and, and that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And doing research and finding out about your next, you know, stuff for your next project or whatever, a research tool. Yes. Getting past that to being mainstream involves somehow, which, of course, Apple TV is a good example, is a piece of hardware that gets the computer into the television. But what what is the thing that's stopping me from psychologically accepting that rather than channel surfing to find entertainment that involves me doing nothing, that involves me sitting back after a hard day at the orifice, drinking a beer and snacking on salt-laden <laughs> crisps things, yeah. When you don't want to have any input and you just want to be entertained, how do we get to... How far away away from the internet being that? And is it a piece of hardware? I think it is. That is the thing that stops it from being that or is it internet speed and the cost of data it's for us it's internet speed and cost of data but i believe some of our overseas listeners and that are already at that point with products like netflix Mm. and apple tv Mm. they want to watch a series or they want to watch a particular movie Mm. they don't watch it at 8 30 they want to watch it 
now mm. and then they stop it and they want to finish it the next day or whatever. And they are using They're using an Apple internet TV? service. They're using some sort of whether it's Well how does it get into the T V? Is it just a smart T V? We'll see all the TVs now are smart. Yeah, they've all got that. So let's look at that. So by 2020, everyone's got a smart TV, which you could just about guarantee because TVs are so junk cheap, it's ridiculous. They're connected to your... They're connected to to something fast, yep. And that is the end of that, isn't it? Yeah. So what's the new business model? Are we subscribing to Netflix? Well, we are, aren't we? Apple TV and Netflix is, what, five bucks a throw? Yeah. For a movie or something. I haven't got too far into Netflix, but I think it's something ridiculous like that. Ten or fifteen dollars a month, and you can watch as many shows as you like. Really, Apple TV is more on a rental. So pay TV and free to air TV are both stuffed. <laughs> yes, mm, so, I like that. And the other thing too is that, and I, we crossed this the other day when we we're. I mean, there's YouTube and there's I can't pronounce it properly, but Vimeo. Yeah, yeah, Vimeo. Well, Vimeo yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. Up and coming. I found movie. another one the other night as well. Um, you porn. Have you seen that one? <laughs> I know that's old. That's an old one. But I did know. I did see another. Um, I saw another uh, movie serving site last night that someone had put a link into a forum, and it was called something that I've just forgotten. Damn it! Oh, wimp. Oh, wimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one um, on your iPhone too. You can get called Crackle. Okay. It's all old stuff, but it's all free, so... Yeah. Old, so what, old shows? Old TV shows, old B-rated movies. Yeah, yeah. just full length, just yep. there. What sort of resolution? Uh, on the iPhone? <laughs> doesn't oh, matter, okay. does it? so it's just purely yeah. a mobile... Oh, sorry, Mr. Microphone. Purely a mobile surface, then. A service. Well, then if you had it on your iPhone and you had your Apple TV, you just... Yeah, but the res is shit. It'd look You'd crap on a TV screen. Like on that 84-inch you're going to buy. <laughs> it's just going to look terrible. Um, oh, yeah. I've but, been, I've been so, really wanting to see free-to-air file for a while. I'm going to enjoy yeah. this. See, there's something weird going on because the ABC are constantly pushing you to iView to the point where they're showing, they're offering new big-time Australian yes. drama releases they're offering preview the whole show on iView before it's broadcast. They they busted the they but they've been busting to convert people to the web for yonks. They've been busting to get people to go to their website for for That's years. Because they don't want to fix up their transmission. Gear. Well, well, it's what's all but, old and dated? Yeah, but what's that? Is it driven by the government saying you must do this, or is it someone internally at the ABC is just very? New age. Futurist and, <laughs> and understands that this is, you know. Well, I think a bit of both. They would probably can see they have a potential audience that's not just set by go to work, go home, have dinner, watch the news, watch some entertainment. They've got people that are in transit to work, so they've got time mm. to spare there. Mm. I've got the, the little... Well, that's right. I mean, you know, I suppose the world has changed as far as we don't all get home after the 6 o'clock swill, drunk, wanting to watch the 7 o'clock news. So, yeah, that that's a while ago now, isn't it? So It is a little. So, in that case, hmm, yeah, well, if, so, if it involves free-to-air failing, I'm a fan. <laughs> That pillock that runs seven, that owns seven, the 
Oh, what is his name? What a knob. Um, he's like just this... He and Jerry Harvey should start a club. It's called the Old Outer Touch Farts sort of... Society. Society. I mean, he's like so cut that free-to-air's finished. Jerry's so Harvey that... Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's so Harvey. Jerry Harvey's so cut that the retail model that's made him a billionaire may change at some point. Ooh, you just want to punch these people, you know? Like, why don't you just fuck off? Just take some of your money and go and spend it and have a good time, you prick. Jeez. Oh. People like you and I have to fuck around on the internet talking shit about audio visual, (laughs) trying to make a dollar fifty in YouTube clicks. Which we probably won't since we haven't even monetized our YouTube no, thing. Because there's no point because it doesn't get any clicks. We're realists. Because we can't read the market. We can't make shit that people want to watch. Where was I up to? So I think we'll see the U the U D TVs take off. Mm-hmm. Only because we love big and better. But it's going to be the internet. It's going to be, I reckon, the gaming industry that's going to push it. It's just going to push it ahead. Push UD. Yeah. They'll have the content. The, well, the it TV scales. The stations won't have the content. but It must scale perfectly for gaming, mustn't it? You just literally just, it's all vector images or whatever. It all just scales up to the next resolution and yeah. just works, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They just port it to a higher resolution or they don't even do that. I don't even know how it works. I don't I haven't been doing much gaming lately. No, I'm, I'm lapsed on my gaming. Mm. I've never been watching... Um, what's the ABC show? The game... Uh, this oh, Good Game. Good Game. Good Game. It's a good show. Yes. Hex. <laughs> She's nice. She's got a big following. Oh, yeah. No, I usually watch that with pen. We sit down and watch Good Gamers. You know, I wouldn't watch Hex with my 11-year-old daughter. <laughs> but there's more to that show than just Hex. Not much, though. So, um... Do you remember the other guy that used to work? Yeah, I came onto that f- game not long uh, not long before he got the flick. What's his name? Up. He's got the flick. <laughs> Yeah, can't remember Damo or something. He ended up on Channel Ten with his own gaming show. Did he? That didn't last very long. Didn't it? Oh. No. What was his name? Was I it don't Damo? remember. No. <laughs> Damo is the kind of name a... it should have been though. Damo. Yeah. yeah. Good game. Seven rubber chickens. Um. Uh, I think we better have a break because I'm stuck. Okay. Or have you got something? Oh, I just I just got a funny thing that came up the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a bit of a, a quirk with both of us and, and our marketing and, and all that. And mm. just driving along the other day, actually I'll show it to you, but we'll probably get a picture and you can I'll put it on the Facebook page or whatever. Mm. So I'll remember what how to do that. Mm. Anyway. It's a le- legitimate business. Mm. And they've, I'll show it to you. They've got the, that's the name of their business. Clean a pool. Yes. Okay. So clean a pool. Yeah. They've got quite large vans. So they've got clean hyphen a hyphen pool. Yes. All the way along the side of the van. Yeah. 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 
Well, it's quite unfortunate if you open the driver's side door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sign writer just, he got the font. And the, and the size, right? <laughs> Not when you open the door, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought that was a classic. All right, well, we'll, we'll be back. Bye. Oh, we'll be back. Uh, we're back, yeah. But we'll do that again. Now we're back. Now we're back. Oh, before we go too far, mm. one I can't find the where where I actually read it, but with the UD TVs, yeah, one of the sales pitches that you might get mm-hmm. is that now that we have these high res 4K images, mm-hmm. and I can't believe they've said this, mm. you'll be able to sit closer to the TV. Yes. Well, it's bigger. Why would you want to sit any closer than you're already sitting to your TV now? Well, if you're going to get a more involving cinematic experience. You're not going to sit closer to the TV. You're going to have to extend your room to fit the TV in. (coughs) Bless you. Should we have put the... I should hit the sneeze button. (coughs) Going to re-record that or not? Yeah, we might. (laughs) I don't think they want to hear you sneezing in their ear. Or you can... And we're back. Okay. Take three. Three. Had a sneezing fit, folks. We're back. Um, you were saying... Oh, yeah. Pride before, of my sneezing Before we fit. go too, too further, mm. the, um, the UDTVs, mm. one of the sales pitches that you might hear if you... Mm. Actually, there's only 30 stores in Australia that will be selling the LG UDTV, that is. Why? It's restricted. <laughs> to limit size to, to every Harvey Norman store, um, yeah. but yeah, when you go in the store, you, one of the sales lines that you might hear mm. is that because it's 4K, yeah, ultra high definition TVs, that you will be able to sit closer to these TVs to experience it better. Really? Mm. Um. Well, yes, in theory, but then. Would you move your furniture around to get closer to the front of the room? We'd be reinforcing your wall if you had to mount it on the wall. Are they heavy? I don't know. (laughs) They're probably not. Probably not. But getting back to what we were talking about before, you're not going to be able to sit any closer to them because you're playing the same broadcast material and the same Blu-ray discs into them. So you get the same picture. Yes. And you're sort of weirdly diffuse because you don't get a pixel-to-pixel match like you do with a... Full HD with a Blu-ray. Pause. It's gone. Uh, no one heard that. I don't know what's wrong with me. I must be allergic to beer or something. Oh, no. That's going to be a major crisis. Okay. Um, can you say performance for me, please? Performance. Performance. It's interesting because you and I can say it, but everyone who works at the ABC, Channel 9, Channel 7, and probably Channel 10 has to say performance. Oh, Oh, he he, performance. Yeah, amazing performance there from knob-end football player. 
Oh, I haven't seen a performance like that for years. What is it with what is it with the human race? What is it with like is this why free to air TV is failing? That these paid professionals can't say performance. Performance. I'm not anyhow moving right along. Just gets me, that's all. Okay. Just gets on my little titties. Um uh, you had another thing you were going to Oh, you about. know how you have a dislike for updating software when it's not really needed to be updated when it works perfectly well? Well, I think you're playing with fire if you upgrade perfectly working hardware with yep. new firmware. Yep. And I was, I was a bit worried about doing it because mm. I'm talking about my iPhone and updating it to the mm-hmm. latest version. Yep. And the issues with... Apple and Google, which I haven't really been involved in, but I know I've heard about it, and mm-hmm. they don't talk to each other anymore. At all? <laughs> Probably not, because mm-hmm. when you update your iPhone, mm. Google Maps disappears, mm. and, it's so replaced, and it's replaced with TomTom Maps. Yes. And I thought, oh, great. And I also had um, Chrome as a browser, a browser on my yep. phone, and it took that off as well. Did it really? <laughs> But it's let me put it back on, so they haven't oh, okay. been totally. Mm. Um, I love TomTom Maps. Yeah, it talks to you now. You can put your phone in your pocket, put your earpiece in, and it navigates quite well. Google Maps wouldn't, couldn't do that, or you well, just didn't work out how to access that feature. I didn't get it to do that. It never did that for me. Wouldn't Siri help if you asked the bitch? <laughs> Siri's a bit sad. I'm not programmed to answer that question. <laughs> Talking about Siri, yeah. how's this for a little trick from a little 10-year-old? Yeah. Siri, set my alarm to 12 a.m. Mm. And she does. Well, that's the least she could do, surely. <laughs> well, I no, mean, sorry, she's 12, useless for 12 anything else. PM, sorry, let's make it. So Penn goes and sets the alarm on me just by saying, talking to the yeah. phone. Yeah, okay. But you've got to press the button first to get Siri out of bed, don't you? Yeah, but she knows how to do that. That's easy. Okay. Hey, um, iPhone 5, different connector. Yeah. Just because we can. <laughs> That's what else. <laughs> uh, Look, oh, there's, there's a good and bad. Well, it's not good. Yeah, I'm going to take the good side. All right, well, there you go. I'll do the bad. Okay. I know that's surprising for regular <laughs> listeners that I would have the negative, cynical view, but... Far away. Okay. Well, besides Apple doing whatever they want to do because mm. they can, mm. they only ever do stuff if it's an improvement. So there's going to have to be some improvement involved with this connector. So we don't know about it yet or we haven't seen the accessories that can take advantage of mm-hmm. this new connector. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to, it's an improvement. So... We just have to live with it. <laughs> I can think of one maybe use that they've got in mind. You put a, you can put a high wattage lead lamp on the end of it to turn it into a more powerful projector. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, Apple wouldn't do anything unless honestly, was... Apple and honesty. <laughs> nah. Well, so oh. so that's it. That's the best you can come up with for good for the good <laughs> argument. Oh, and they're sick of aftermarket people making products. Well, 
look, I don't know how I feel about it, and it doesn't really matter because it's done, and no doubt the uh, – actually, I have a question which you may answer or be able to answer, and that is is the iPad mini or whatever they're calling it. Oh, yeah. Which connector has that got on it? I don't know. No one knows. Don't they? Because no one's bought one, I don't think. <laughs> it's out, isn't it? They're, they're cheap too. How? What? Like $300 or something. Okay. And what? And do apps scale the same as on the iPad? Or how do they look? Or have you got to write new apps or? Oh, I think they, they all just work. Okay. Just, just like instead of buying the big It's screen, just scaled but... down size-wise. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I I wonder what connectors on that, and but but looking beyond that, look, uh, I'm I'm sure since they've had that connector for five years, six years, virtually unchanged. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was similar before, but different. And we know there's, I mean, I've struck hardware issues, uh, software issues in in hardware that the phone will dock into where it won't charge this device and you know like there's obviously been differences in oh, pin configuration something's yeah, been yeah, different yeah. yeah but the um and you know i mean it can't last forever you know obviously at some point there's an improvement in hardware and you need more connections different connections whatever it can't stay the same forever but but uh there's a lot of people invested in the brand, and in turn, because they're invested in the brand, they've become physically, monetarily invested in the brand. Yes. And they've gone and bought a variety of docks. Yes. They've gone and bought, um, in some cases, looking forward a little bit, um, people have used iPads to control their homes, put them into wall mounts and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of investment gone into that 30-pin connector. And let's face it, if you had, say, a couple of docks around the house and, um, I don't know, maybe one out in the patio. Let's say there's three. Now, what do you do? You want the new phone because you're out of contract and whatever, but it is the phone that you dock mostly. Do you, what do you do? And then because you've got other devices that are on the old connector, like your old iPod and your old phone that you got given to your kids to play with and mm-hmm. they're using it for music. So what are we now going to do? We're well, going to have two sets of equipment in the house to dock everything or we change everything over or is it just another typical cluster F that is what I partly don't like about the way this I, business is I do is know someone now. went out and got them phone as soon as it was available mm-hmm. and, then, and didn't know because i've had a couple of people say yeah oh, it won't, won't, won't work on the dock yeah. and then proceeded to drive to sydney for a job mm-hmm. and, and couldn't find a car charger for the thing mm-hmm. and apparently it chews batteries yes in a phenomenal day rate. yeah so um he traded it back in because <laughs> yeah. it just handicapped his work well there's another thing have Apple forgotten about the practicalities of real life? And they maybe have misread part of their market, that a the lot of people are using a lot of docking stuff. A lot of people aren't, yeah, but yeah. a lot are. And the other thing is, hey, it's 
it still needs to have a decent battery life. One day is not enough. When you're on the road and you've worked, a, you're you're on the road at five, and you're not into your hotel till midnight because for whatever reason, the bloody thing's probably flat by midnight, and then so you need to catch a cab in the middle of the night and you can't call one. I mean, just practical shit like that. I don't. I think they. So how many people have? They're supposed to be a very practical, real world, and that's sort of company and that's the reason for their success it's easy to use software etc it's intuitive yes it is sort of in its own apple kind of way but you know i don't know well and all companies go in cycles are they on a downer well there was a little email that come through on um just this afternoon about about uh apple not doing so well financially this excuse me can't find it. Doesn't matter. I, I've actually changed a few jobs because we had iPod docks mm-hmm. in the job. We actually had well, we've got one new job with about seven iPod in wall docks. Yep. Need to confirm with the client what phone device he has. Um, believe they have Apple. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're looking at going all Bluetooth instead of docks and they have to just use their chargers then that come with the phone. To charge up the iPads? Yeah. That's insane. Why? Instead of docking it? Well, you want to turn your TV on, your fucking iPad's flat. What are you doing? That's... Oh, this is just for music in this scenario. This is not for control. Okay. But Multi-room sound only. Yeah, multi-room sound. So we're Bluetoothing the music around the... So you just go, oh, I just want to listen to some music. Oh, bloody iPad's flat. <laughs> no, I mean, really? Because I've noticed my iPad sitting around. Like, I could... Where is it? It's just here somewhere. I'll pick it up right now. I'll guarantee it's flat. It's flat. Why is it flat? Haven't you been using it? You haven't haven't been, using I haven't it. been using the iPad either. No, it's It's flat. Oh, I use mine every day, so it gets charged every second or third day. I use mine once a month, whether it needs it or not. No, no, I no, I do demos with it, and I haven't done a demo in this room for about a week because, I don't know, just haven't. That's the way it works. You yeah. do three in a day, and then seven the next day, and then nothing for a week, and then in the meantime, it's, yeah. Oh, actually, I've got a real important thing to tell you. Yeah. And it's not. I'm sorry for everyone else that knows this, but I'm 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 only going to say it because I'm sure not everyone knows this. Mm. You bought the iPad. I've got an iPad. Mm. I went and got the three G one, thinking I'll get the SIM card and I'll use mm-hmm. all the navigation features and yeah. out on the road. And you were a bit disappointed that you didn't get the three G one. Oh no, I was misled by the disadvantages of it. Well, this is a continuing thing in my mind because people talk about iPhones and iPads like they've got a GPS transponder in them and I don't reckon they have, but yeah. keep going. Because if they do, how the fuck do they work inside? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's my, like, how does it work inside? Because your GPS in your car, hide it under the dash, it, it loses satellites and doesn't work. So, yeah, yeah. So oh. keep going. So, I mean, the, the thing is you need data, you... It obviously gets data off the internet. Well, there's something that the iPad does as far as the maps. Is you, if you're on a wireless network, 
I don't even understand this, and I have a pretty good understanding of fucking technology, electrical engineering. I haven't got down and nutted it out, but someone else can write in and not that anyone ever has, and can explain it to me. How can you? And I did this at JB at Inside (laughs) Show at Inside hyphen av dot com com com. The how does so the guy at JB. Uh, I'm having a, not an argument, but a heated discussion with him. He's saying it has a GPS transponder in it or GPS receiver or whatever. Yeah. Not transponder, of course, receiver. And, uh, I said, oh yeah. Okay. Show me how that works. And he does it. And I go, huh? We're receiving train, we're receiving, uh, satellites through the friggin' roof now, are we? <laughs> and yet you go under a tree outside and they stop working. What are you talking about? What's well, got GPS in it? And what he was getting confused about and getting upset with me with was was because I was, you know, global positioning satellite yeah. system is like you're receiving signals from a satellite. Like no. this was not what was happening. And he showed me my iPad logged into their wireless network, yes, and it then showed us where we were. Yeah, so it's using IP addresses. It has to be. Uh, yeah, and how does that friggin' work? That's well, insane. Have you got that really cool app, Find My Phone? Oh, you which, keep mentioning it to which me. Which works with iPads too because every time I go home, I go, did I bring my iPad? No. Hold on, check. Mm. And it goes, and there it is. At your workshop. It's at my workshop, bugger. No, anyway, back to my my thing. Mm. Don't don't ever buy a three G enabled iPad. Yes, you've got your phone. Yes, there's a little part in the settings there called Link, and it just links straight to your iPad, and you just stream all your data off your phone. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you just activate your wireless hotspot in your phone and log into it from the iPad, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I mean there. Yeah. So you become your own personal little hotspot. Yeah. Bear in mind that back when I was complaining about not buying the 3G one, that that was more to do with international travel and finding hotels for the night, and it was nothing to do... And, and I didn't have an iPhone at the point at that point. Oh, okay. But in fact, now, if you were travelling for any period of time overseas, you would take... Well, you can either take your unlocked phone and buy a SIM card over there or you... Just buy a disposable phone over there and use the data off it? Yeah, if you could somehow, if you've got a phone that would so you share. Could a, you could have a 4G iPad if you had a... Oh, excuse me. Um, oh, I've got a headache. Jeez. I don't... You know, you and I just cope with technology. Actually... How does the man in the street... Do it. <laughs> you like this one. They must have very narrow bands of knowledge because we have a reasonably broad understanding except of how you can show someone's position on the face of the earth <laughs> based by being logged into a wireless network somewhere. Yeah. Like I log into my wireless network in the shop here and it works. If I had battery power in my iPad right now, I would do it and it would show me where I am. Yeah, It probably shows the position of the router within the shop. Now, how does it do that? Because that's what it did at JB. And the guy said, oh, that's where our router is in the shop. And it was over, you know, behind a wall somewhere. I mean, like, that's insane. Was it that that good? Oh, God, yes. It may have been the fluke, a fluke of the century. 
But I've done it here and I'm sure it does the same thing. Do it on your phone. Log into my wireless and see what it does. Your what? Oh, okay. Ah, oh, but the thing is on the phone it might activate the 3G. It might still be using it. Well, that's what I thought. I put the iPad in the charger and before the end, before the end of the podcast, you'll locate it. We'll see what happens. You keep talking, I'll be back. Okay. Well, I've got other technology questions for you. <laughs> okay. I didn't think we were iPad people. I thought we were talking hi-fi. Definitely Oh, you're back. Yeah, you, know, you have oh. no idea what I did. Was that just dead air? Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't have anything to say. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. You never get a job in radio, can you? No. Oh, I, uh, I couldn't find my rubber thing to sit on the dock, so I had to prop the dock up on its side and stack it up with brochures and a couple of novels and three what encyclopedias. Have you, have you broken your 30-pin connector? No, no, no. Oh, there's the rubber thing right there. Damn it. Look at that. Why is it? In fact, I'll go out and we'll do some more dead air and I'll go put Whoa. the rubber thing in it. Just keep talking. I've got nothing to say. So what are you doing on the weekend? Well, nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, I'll play some more tunes for people. Did I tell you I'm, I'm building up my my um, iTunes library? Yeah. By downloading Song of the Week, which is free. <laughs> wow. It's not bad, actually. King of the tight asses. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, the people that obviously you you score when you I'm so tempted to buy the album after I've listened to one song, you just go, oh, nah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's your heritage again? Yeah. <laughs> Scotch git. Yeah, I was on the bottom deck of the boat when you came <laughs> over. <laughs> um, okay. Well, actually, one of my things, my whinges, was the five, uh, not the five, but the, um, what? how many pins does the iPhone 5 have? I don't know. I haven't even Probably seen Probably 31. <laughs> Just to be <laughs> difficult. We probably should have stopped this segment back before I went out to charge my iPhone, but iPad. 
or iPad even. Um, but that is a bizarre thing, and I do want to try it and, and put the tin hat on that. Um, well, so- I, I, I'm feeling a little bit sorry for some of my distributors that sell iPod dock arrangements. We're pulling them out of jobs. You know, jobs we've quoted on is yep. we don't need them anymore. They're Not to re- mention. Redundant. I have had... I don't know whether it's coincidence, and it probably is, but I used to sell a gazillion of these $100 Cambridge ID10 docks. Sales just stopped. I don't know. Oh, that's right. People just... And I got about four or five digital ones, which I was just charging my iPad up on. They're 400 friggin' dollars or $350 each. So you've felt the pinch then too from them? I think everyone's going to feel it. And it's not because it's real at this stage because not that many people have got an iPhone 5, but they're like, you know, they pull their heads in. You see, it was a very stable thing. You know, it was like, well, you know. And and this is what I don't get is that what did iPhone, to you and me, to you and me, but particularly to me, I think, what did iPhone offer that Android doesn't have? consistency and utility with that connector. You could dock it. I go home and I, I don't ever plug my phone in. I just dock it. I go home and I dock it. Okay. I don't even I don't even listen to files out of it. It's just a shit. The dock doesn't move. The charges go missing. The lead gets moved. If you lived in a normal family environment, I'm sure the kids would be stealing, you know, the lead or the charger on a regular basis to charge up their old one that you gave them. Yeah, I went hunting this morning. for. There you go. Whereas my dock is sitting there on my speaker, which I shouldn't do because it could mark the beautiful veneer. But um, anyhow, not to mention it ruins the acoustic performance of the speaker probably. (laughs) Uh, We'll have a break. Come back with uh, a final... um... I've got a technical question for you. Well, we'll come back with that then. Okay. I was going to the Yukon Lounge, started hanging out with this girl there. Said her and her husband had busted up. She said she wasn't used to drinking, but I could tell she was. And we're back. And Keith's got Song of the Week playing <laughs> through his hi-fi speaker system Sorry installed in his iPhone. Um, sounds a bit country. Oh, that was a bit country, but um, I don't mind a bit of country every now and then. Wind yeah, down. yeah. Is that Chill right? Out. Yeah. Wind down. Chill out. Uh, you got a question? I do. You sort of highlighted it when you said you... You weren't technically challenged. Didn't seem to get your head around most things. Mm. It's probably not new technology for everyone, but we've got these new um, signs on the side of the road that tell you or estimate how far it is to the next turn off. You've got five minutes to travel from to the next road. Yep, they're on the way to from the Sunshine Coast. To yes, Boston. yeah, and they. I thought, oh, how, they, how do they work that out? How do they estimate it's going to be five minutes or ten minutes and it changes according to the traffic flow, obviously? Yes. So I'm a little bit, I thought, how do they accurately work it out? Or are they just guessing or mm. is, are they, 
taking it from the information from their cameras that they have on the on the road, or are they my favourite? I thought they might be doing was they randomly shoot one of the cars with a paintball that tags it, and then when it gets to the sign, the next sign, they go, "Okay, it's taken him ten minutes." So we'll... it's an interesting question, and I don't, I haven't thought about it other than that because these have been around for a long, a, somewhat longer than since we've received them in the yes. slowest, most retarded state in the country, Western Australia. Oh no, we're in Queensland. Queensland. Um, that's country, Western it? Australia, indeed. Oh, God. I mean, you know, I'm sure Western Australia is a beautiful place. In fact, I know it is, although I've not been there, but I've seen photos. But the fact that I haven't been there when I've been to probably most of the rest of Australia, except Tasmania and Northern Territory, <laughs> this is getting more and more embarrassing. Um, okay, so I've only been half of Australia. But the point is, uh, it is terribly behind. But the funny thing was they were so far behind, it was starting to become a good thing. For instance, they didn't have Sunday trading until recently. Yes. That, in fact, was a good thing because <laughs> Sunday we shouldn't be frigging working. No one should work. Ah, oh, Jesus, except people who marshals at racetracks and stuff so that <laughs> we can go and enjoy ourselves and not crash into each other. Um Anyhow, well, they don't get paid, so that's not really work. Um, the signs. Yeah. I saw those. Well, Melbourne's had them for a long time. Um, where have I seen them? So it must be traffic control's got some. I'm, I'm guessing, okay, is it number plate recognition cam and they use that sa- samples from that uh, arriving at each camera, you know, because that would be one way of automating the system. Mm. You'd. You know, you'd, you know, you'd, you'd spot a, well, you'd sample a bunch of number plates and they'd be sampled at the next camera and next one. And you could very quick, you could write some software around that and have that spit out a number. But I was just going to say, trivia wise, you alluded to how accurate they were. I'm sure when I recently drove for an hour and a half from one side of Sydney to the other, um, in the three-wheeler, which is irrelevant, but yep. the it was Friday afternoon. Right, I mean, I just caught the traffic. It was just a stupid time to be there. But the point is, I'm sure those signs suggested times well short of how long it actually took. Actually took. So they're yeah. guesstimating signs. Yeah, I think they – what I'm getting at by that comment is that they could well be putting in average times that they've manually measured and then those times are spat up for the time of the day. But I think they're actually beyond that now because, of course, if there's an accident, they, you know... I mean, this is probably somewhere they're typing messages on the signboards. I don't doubt mm. that. Like, there's an accident at so-and-so and delays, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. I mean, look, I think they've probably got a lot of... A lot, a lot of Big Brother-style technology going on there now that we don't well, really want I mean, to know about and they don't want us to know about. Another interesting thing is if you look at the back of the sign, they're quite... Big and bulky. And Shit, there's a, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in behind that side. Yeah, yeah, there is. Just to tell you a number. Oh, on those ones, yeah, just with the, uh, they look like a, yeah, the, the displays aren't huge. I'm thinking about the big um, ones oh, they can yeah. type messages on. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the coolest thing to hack into those? Oh, my God. Do you remember when they first brought one out and it actually had a 
speed camera attached to it and it said, your speed is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember that, yes. How fun were they? But oh, they, yes, it's on your high they, school. They, and, and, he, and not even so long ago, the so, ones on the Hume Highway said, will not register speeds over 138 kilometres an hour or something like that as I remember it. I mean, what is... What is so at some... Yeah, I mean, at some point they obviously registered to infinity, presumably, but um, you could fly your fighter jet down and tear up the fucking road and clock, you know, 1,276 kilometres an hour. But although Mythbusters did say that was one way to beat a speed camera, if you went over about 260, it lost its way. Couldn't register. Couldn't register, so there's a clue. There's a hint for everyone. If you're on a ZX-10, you Handy hint. just get away with it. Um, I... Uh, yeah, actually, um, oh, one the other day, what, where was I? And, um, it was, you know, you get the, the, the image comes up. They, and they're really bright. So you're driving along on a twisty road, mm-hmm. concentrating. Brrr, I'm making driving, sim, driving mm-hmm. actions for people who don't have the uh, video feed that we don't in fact have. And, 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 I'm, I'm concentrating on what I'm doing because it's a twisty road. Unbeknownst to me, I'm exceeding the speed limit. I think it might have been a 60 zone and I might have been doing 80, but it was out in the middle of nowhere. It was in the yard. It was one of these danger areas for motorcyclists. I was in a car. Mm. And, you know, they got these signs up everywhere. And the bloody sign flashes on, slow down or whatever, and it's so friggin' bright that I nearly drove off the road. <laughs> I mean... And, and then the other day, I was reading – that was the other day. The day before the other day, I was reading a text sign on the side of the road, one of the ones with lots of text like – You got distracted. I got distracted because it was such a long bloody message. I nearly drove off the road then. So, seriously. You can only hold your hand so much. Yes. But yeah, we're not going to change the world. Uh, back to – what do you have, visual technology? Uh, I had an interesting job come in yesterday. You've seen it. <clears throat> I don't really know why I'm mentioning it. Oh, the big... The big power amp. Power amp that looks like it's... Been on fire. Been on, in a volcano or something. Yeah. <laughs> looks like it's been held above a volcano and it's erupted into it. And you're going to breathe life back into oh, it. Oh, the quote is enormous. The parts from America are incredibly expensive. But I don't even know why I'm mentioning it, except that can it just should be said that I personally hold significant concerns for electrical fires. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it did look like it caught fire at some stage yeah. in its life. I, I uh, just this is just a general thing. I think I've said it on the podcast before, but from forty nine dollars CD players, or uh, sorry, DVD players, or Blu ray players, through to in this case ten thousand dollar American built amplifiers. I, they are all, in a worst case scenario, they're all a shocking fire hazard. I don't know what's worse. The, the, the cheap Blu-ray player, I mean, there was a house burnt down not 500 yards from here on, I think, on Oceanic, I think, mm. uh, and they put, oh, just back off the beach there. And they said it was in the paper, which of course is always true, always great. Right on the mark. Oh yeah. Accurately researched. Um, they said it was caused by a $50 DVD player. Now, having seen a couple of $50 DVD players just literally exploded inside, bits of capacitor gone everywhere, 
it, it would not surprise me because what happens is there's such crap quality that something goes wrong with the power supply, it goes over voltage, it blows all of the capacitors. And if it blows them violently enough, there's potential that, you know, it will create a small flame and then if there's something, you know... Sitting on top of Something, it. well, you know, like the, the good thing is it, it, there isn't much to burn inside the case that it troubles me. And, of course, I've had my own experience with this, and I don't know whether I've mentioned this on the podcast or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was sitting there watching... Actually, I wasn't watching TV, but I was listening to some music through my multimedia computer and and smoke started coming out of the back of the hi-fi cabinet. Well, actually, that's not true. What happened was I had I had the patio doors open and I thought that someone had lit a match, you know, struck a match out because I live in an apartment. Yeah. I thought a neighbour had... Start the barbecue? Yeah, had... Because that's what it smelled like. It like really strong smell, like someone struck a match on the side of a matchbox, you know, and uh, and it went away. And then it happened again. I'm like, God, that's strong. And I walked over, and as I sort of got up out of the couch, I noticed it was like a there was smoke coming out of the back of the cabinet. I swung the door open of the cabinet. It's got solid front doors, and there's like an orange glow inside there. The bloody out of the, home, the, the multimedia PC. computer was on fire in front of me. When I opened the door at about that time, a lot more smoke came out of the back of the cabinet. You supplied oxygen to the fire. Well, I, actually, well, yeah, 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 that, but also I think it just got going. Okay, now here's, here's my concerns. Obviously, I pulled the power real quick, uh, reached around the back. Um, I think I very bravely um, reached around at the back of the computer and plucked the cord out of the straight out of the back because I've got a 1,000 pieces of equipment I wouldn't know which one to go for in three different power boards. But I think that's what I did. It, it wasn't flames going up the wall. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, this is, this is my concern. This is a computer, like a lot of people's computers. Actually, it's the computer that we're using right now to record this podcast. That's why so there's no... So it came back to life. Well... That's the whole thing. Let me tell you the story. Okay, I'm listening. So the flames are coming out. I pull the power, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the end of the music listening for tonight. I I, um, I, I, I don't know what I did then. I did have company, so I may not have worried about it. I may have done something else completely different. I don't remember looking at the computer that night. But anyhow, the next day I pulled it apart, pulled the drive out of it, and... Uh, the wiring loom to the drive, I pulled the drive out because the drive was just, just buggered, just black and melted. And that if you work it backwards, there had been a failure in, in the LG Blu-ray drive. Um, that's right, Mr. LG. Your drive developed a short, which pulled massive current out of the power supply th- down the four-wire Molex lead. Yep. Oh, oh! Just when the story was getting good. No. Yeah, look, we're in the middle of a podcast at the moment. <laughs> Hang, I'll put you on speakerphone. Who who do we have? Turn the volume up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gift. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, since you're a nice bloke. Um, <laughs> 
prick. Uh, at Sam Murphy, do you want to talk about road racing? <laughs> I thought you had a question for the podcast. <laughs> you're, you're our first uh, phone in, you know, bloody, whatchamacallit, what do you call it? Oh, good, yeah, okay. I'd like to know what the That sits right next to the trimodulator, and actually, it's funny you should. Actually, I am out of beer. Can I have a six? Can I have a six pack of uh, Pilsner Urquell, please? Pilsner Urquell. There you go. You want a cold one? Yes, please. I suppose you want me to deliver it to your salubrious um, offices as well. <laughs> well. If you're coming down this way. <laughs> uh, I'm that I've got to go home, yeah, that might be a chance. Yeah, not my, yeah, not my, not my living offices, my working offices. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's the only stick. No work gets done in the other one. No, nah, oh, well, there's a little bit of work, a bit of smashing. Smash um, uh, <laughs> All right, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. So I was so that so what? Okay, here's my concerns. The um, like I quickly go from ordering beer to the computer blow up. Yep. The point is it. So the wiring loom had melted. Yes. Because of the excess current, the power supply had not shut down. The insulation was- melted, caught fire. That's because that's what was burning. That's where the flames yeah, were yep. coming from. So, Stand, and standard power supply, or you modded the power supply? No, I hadn't modded it. It was a big power supply. Yeah, it was about two foot square cubed. No, no, it was um, 430 gigawatts or something. And it, it, um, so the mains fuse didn't blow, the power supply kept running. And so this computer, used to play music, I use a NAS drive now, mm-hmm. but it used to play music, and I'd, I'd, it's so quiet, I designed it to be very quiet, um, it still had fans and everything in it, and, and the drive didn't blow up because it got hot, because it didn't get hot. I tested it, you know, quite carefully, because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, that's the business I'm bloody in, so... So, and it was in a case that was designed for home theatre computer use that had big fans that ran slow, so there was wafting air going through it. The point is it was trying to, you know, be quiet. And it still wasn't dead quiet, but, I mean, you can hear it there now. It makes a noise. It was never any quieter than that. Yes. And the point is I would leave it and go to sleep. You know, I'd go upstairs, go to bed. I did this many, many times. Just playing away. Well, I'd get distracted have to go to the bedroom, and then I'd come down in the morning. I mean, we'd turn the volume down. I'd leave them. Or sometimes you would leave the music playing. Yes. Because, you know, it could be romantic. <laughs> Ambience. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm trying to say, all right? Yeah, the point yeah. is you leave the room. Yeah, maybe you didn't plan to leave the room. It's unattended. It's unattended. It plays all night. You come out in the morning, and... And... Uh, now, what would have happened? Your house is burning now. Down. A computer's a bit different to a DVD player because there's a shitload more. You know how 
people who put PCs together know that there is a bunch of power supply wiring in there that you're not using. Mm. It's all bundled up and, you know, like it's got enough to run about a dozen devices, but you're only running two or three yeah. uh, drives, you know. Whatever. So there's spare wiring to burn. Yeah, there's all this wiring coiled up in there. There's plenty of shit to burn compared with inside a $50 DVD. So what would have happened? Well, smoke alarm hopefully would have gone off and I would have woken up, as I did the other night when it went off when it went off falsely because the battery was flat, but that's another story. So that scares the shit out of me. But I was concerned about it. And now it. you're saying this $10,000 device is in the same sort of... Client came into his hi-fi room, not a, not a good smell, um, didn't know what... It, Leaves his system basically switched on, which is not something I would do, okay. although I do do it. Like I leave... Oh, was he running it in? No, it was running <laughs> by this stage. This guy's no fool when it comes to audio gear. And, yeah, it sounds better when it's warmed up, a bit better. But And he uses it all the time. So when I say it's on all the time, which it is, he's using it all the time. He comes in one day... And, um, okay, it was after a storm. And we believe that the storm has triggered this action. But that's that doesn't matter yep. what caused it because it's an amazing coincidence if it wasn't the storm that's caused a bit of a, you know, nearby lightning strikes caused a spike in the mains, you know, induced into the mains, which in turn has triggered a problem in the power supply, which has in turn created a catastrophic, you know, overcurrent situation and a fire. My point is... The uh, In this case, the power board that he has, which is no doubt some fancy thing, has blown its fuse, 10-amp fuse, yeah. but he's then plugged the amp into the wall in the process of plugging everything into wall to, to the wall to see what the problem is because, I mean, maybe that's not the smartest move, but that's what he went about doing. And, of course, it then it, it, it went kaboom again. But according to him, it didn't go kaboom that much. It was already kaboomed. Previously, Previously, it didn't burn his hi-fi room down, which in turn would have burned his house down. So I don't know what really I'm saying, what I'm really driving at, except that I'm sounding like my parents. Make sure you pull it out of the wall. You know, you get your grandparents who always want to pull the TV out of the wall every night. They don't just turn it off, pull it out of the wall. Yeah, that's that's a bit extremish. Well, that is, but I tell you what, when you start seeing more and more stuff like this, something wrong with those beer cans, they... um, you start to get a little, uh, you know, and my personal one with the computer, uh, it was on fire and the power supply didn't shut down. It kept throwing fuel on the fire. So if I hadn't pulled the plug out of the wall or the, or the lead out of the back of the power supply, at what point was it going to stop flambeing the computer? Anyhow. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I mean, it's... They're devices that are using a lot of energy, and whether they turn into a a flame or produce music. Well, it's so easy to create a flame with electricity. Yeah, if you just put a dead short on or a few amps on on a thin wire, and it just instantly turns to flame. The insulation just goes. That just reminded me, we were going to set a pair of speakers on fire, weren't we, Wednesday? Oh, let's go and do it right now. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I gave away a perfectly good pair of speakers to burn down today. Damn it. Oh. Those bangers I put out in the street, they were gone in less than an hour. 
pair of Marantz bangers. Uh, they work, they're good, they're free. Take them away. Gone please. in 47 minutes, which is longer than I thought it would take. They have a retail value of $17 that I lost. Oh, well. At least they're gone. <laughs> um, look, we probably should wrap this up. Yeah, let's do a wrap up. We're going we're gonna to do another podcast, or is this the final one ever? No, we just warm it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Appreciate you coming back and listening again. Mm. We will, which we didn't cover our little personal um, busyness. Well, do you want to have a break? And we might come back and we better talk about the tripod. Like get it off your chest. It's not on my chest. Oh, it was. But at least what? people might understand why we haven't been doing any podcasts. All right, back in a minute. Okay. Thank <laughs> you.